Welcome to Daily Dose of Dr. Mary and Dee. I'm Maz Mary. And I'm Dana DelVal. Whether you're a person on an addiction sobriety path, or you know someone who is, we're here to talk about our journey with it. And more importantly, we want to help end the stigma and shame of alcoholism. And we want to bring some hope and laughter along the way too. Thanks for tuning in. morning good morning happy tuesday happy tuesday in autumn um i have uh i get a newsletter from oprah winfrey me and 75 million other people i'm sure but this came in over the weekend and i think it is just something pretty compelling to think about so i'm just going to read you a little piece of it and then we'll talk about it as we leave summer behind and move into the fall I think it's an opportunity to think about what else you may be ready to leave behind. It can be bad habits, bad relationships, a work situation, anything that's no longer beneficial to you and the life you now want to live. If you find yourself going back and forth on whether you're really ready to move on, ask yourself, what would moving on from this one thing free you to do? I have found that that question cuts through the indecision. It shifts the focus from what is to what could be. So think about what's possible without a certain relationship or job or commitment. Is it more satisfying to your soul than what's happening now? If so, then just breathe and let it go. Because by stepping out of the things that do not serve us, we can better live our dreams. Um, where, what's your thought on that, Dr. Mary? Yes, mother, we have missed you. Welcome back, indeed. For goodness sakes, well, international I mean, travel makes you hard to track down. It, it's a, it's a, it actually, it's a very broad impacting thing. So why don't you start us off and we can jump in if you, you know, if we start, we'll lead into addiction. <clears throat> well, I think, um, I read a, something else the other day, I don't remember where, that talked about how we sort of foolishly decide on these arbitrary times that we're going to make change. So New Year's Day, of course, is a notoriously big one where, you know, leading up to that, we might say things like, well, I really need to lose weight, but I'm gonna start that in the new year. Or I really have to get back to the gym, but I'm gonna do that in the new year or whatever. Um, And so we, we push off making change for New Year's Day or our birthday or, you know, whatever this, whatever this random arbitrary date is. And what I liked about this is you don't hear about this time of year as being a time to make change. And the other thing I like about it is that often we consider change to be adding more to, I need to, um, start a diet. I need to start working out. I need to start this, this, and this. And what I like about this is what do you maybe need to leave behind? Let go of, set down, because it just isn't serving you. So if you're, um, uh, I don't know if I can even come up with an easy example. Well, let's talk about a gym membership. If you are paying for a gym membership and never using it, you have two options. One, start using it, which is the smart option. Or two, if it's just not going to work for you, 
Stop paying for it. Stop pretending that having a gym membership is the same as working out and being healthy. And then there's another level you can think of with that example. You actually, if you don't do anything long enough, you are actually guilty of not even wanting to do the minimal effort of actually counseling a subscription. Yes. How might, how might you better use that money for something that actually is serving you? And then how might you just decide you're going to take a walk every day? Walking is free if you're able to walk. Now, that presupposes that you can physically walk. So if you can't physically walk, I'm sorry, um, that's a different conversation. Well, but you know, getting yourself out in an, if you, if you are um, in need of a wheelchair, and actually exercising your arms that little bit more. You're still getting yes. fresh air in your lungs. Yes, and cardiovascular work and all those things. So leave behind the things that are not serving you or that are weighing you down because they're keeping you from whatever is next. So how does this relate to addiction, Dr. Mary? <sighs> it's a little tragic, but it relates to it incredibly well. You can... You can start with everyone who is an addict has at some point sat there for a moment and said, yeah, I need to do something about this. And that's about as far as the conversation gets. It even, and I remember being miserable and thinking, yeah, I got to do something about this. And the only thing I ever did was pour myself another drink mm. because it's easy. You pour yourself a drink, you actually forget what you were thinking about for about an hour because you pour that drink, you get that hit, you think, oh, that's not that bad. Yeah. And that's the, well, that's the tragedy of this. It's a small thing to do. Now, what, wait, what is small? A small decision to make. You could start, all right, who, what, what do I do? I mean, there are many things you can find online. There are many support groups. You could actually just Google AA meetings in Fargo. Or wherever you live. Or wherever you live, obviously. And then go to one. I mean, that's easy. You don't even have to think about going through a treatment center. You could actually walk into an AA meeting. Dr. Mary, I feel like you are really discounting the tremendous... I was getting to that. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Now, is that easy? Absolutely no. It's not. You are in complete denial as well. But if you have that little spark of, I want to do something about it, that's when you should, <laughs> if everything was equal... Um, start doing something about it. But doing something about it is incredibly hard. So, okay, let's, let's try to break this down a little bit. Because I think what, what often trips people up is we adopt an all or nothing approach. I'm never going to drink again. I'm never going to eat this bag of potato chips again. I'm going I'm to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym seven days a week for an hour every day. And then you have one drink. You eat half a bag of chips. You miss a morning at the gym. And the first thing that goes through everyone's mind at that point is, oh, well, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, it's too late now. I'll do it tomorrow. Or, yeah. And then you, you kick it down the road and you deny yourself the opportunity to actually create change by simply saying, all right, I didn't go today, but my alarm is set and I will go tomorrow. All right. I did drink again today, but I'm not going to drink tonight. I'm, I'm going to wait 
10 more minutes before I pour the next drink. I mean, it is as simple as wait five more minutes. And then can you wait five more minutes? And I do not say that from a place of lived experience or um, a, a place of, of, yeah, it's easy. Just wait five minutes. You had a moment where you were in your right brain and then you shifted to being out of your right brain and into something hysterical. So I read this, I read this really interesting article a while ago in um, Nature Magazine, which is like everyone's heard of nature. Nature did an interesting thing. They split themselves scientists up. Heard of nature. Instead, it wasn't just nature. Now they have nature psychology, nature neurology and things like that. So it's they geared towards very specific things. So more people would actually buy the thing in the first place. But I read an article in there about the fact that it's easy. The downward journey is easy and it's it's replete through the animal kingdom. You see, you, there are scientists who study animals in the wild and they build a barricade. 90 percent of animals would look at it and turn around and they walk the other way. I mean, this is like elephants, zebras, anything. A few zebras, a few would actually, and, I've, and they, there was this footage that went with it, a few, a few of them, it was, a, it was an easy barrier. They kind of got up with their front, their front arms and hooves and just knocked it out of the way. A few of them did that and then kept going forward. 90% of them turned around and walked the other way. It's the same with us. Mm. It's down, going downhill is easy going uphill to do something is too damn hard so not many people do it i mean my journey started relatively easy for me because i was put into a coma yeah you didn't have a choice and we've talked about this i do often wonder would you ever have chosen to try to quit uh, i don't know i don't I, either. i'm not even 100 i'm not 100 sure the answer to that is honestly yes yeah, I, I know I, think I wanted it's not. to, but whether or not I would have done something for that very simple thing. The choice to do nothing is so much easier than the choice to do something. Yeah, it's hard to make change. It, we all know that, whether it's losing weight, cleaning your house, making dinner, um, going for the walk, stopping scrolling on your phone. I, change is hard. Habit is easy because it's comfortable i mean you get everywhere even starting even deciding to paint a bedroom it's terrible <laughs> well let's talk about our hallway we talked about painting our hallway for, for a decade a, maybe maybe a decade and then you know when we did it we did it literally in the midst of sanding and refinishing all of our hardwood floors the single dustiest time in the history of our home that's when we decided to do it because we everything was chaotic and upended and messy. And so even though it was a bad time to do it because of all the dust that was in the air, it was a great time to do it because we were already in work. Yeah. Mode. It, it took maybe two, three hour shifts over a period of two days. And that was it. We we're done. Done. Yeah. So I think it's about, again, not the whole of, not either or, but Figuring out those incremental steps. Don't add to what can you take away 
that's a different way to think about it because most of us feel overwhelmed by what's on our plates. And the idea of adding more to our plate feels like too much. So what can you take off your plate? What can oh, what goal uh, yeah. can you settle on that is to remove something that is not serving you? Um, and some of those things require a lot of help. You could not, well, you certainly couldn't have quit cold turkey all on your own. No. We would have had to get you help. We were lucky it happened in the hospital. If it had happened at home, it would have been terrifying. So some things require outside help, but not everything does. Here's something that I that I made a commitment to over the summer, and this is an easy, simple example, but it's a legitimate example. Because I now work from home, you know what I have access to all day, every day? Tea. Dr. Mary <laughs> keeps me well stocked in excellent English and Irish tea. I do, I do do that well, actually. I'll so I've got approximately 600 bags of tea at any given time. Well, I can drink a mug of tea and then trot right upstairs, boil that kettle and make another a cup of tea over and over and over. I don't need to be drinking 20 cups of tea a day. It's just not good for me. So I made the commitment that I would just consciously say at 1130 every day, that is the end of my tea drinking. So I can drink as much tea as I want until 1130. And then I am done. I removed that from my plate. It's freed me up to drink more water, That's a great, to, that's to a do great all kinds example. of things. Um, and it was just a simple shift. I didn't say I'm done with caffeine, no more caffeine. I don't need to be done with caffeine. I like it. I have no interest in being done with caffeine. I do have an interest in not drinking it 18 hours a day, because that seems crazy, 15 hours a day. So figure out what can you leave behind in this season of falling leaves and what might that free you up to do differently? Anything else, Dr. Mary? I think that's it. That was a fantastic analogy. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, it's just, it's just, this is one of our quick, quirky messages. So don't dwell on. We could, you know. Yeah. Thanks, Oprah. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Fun to see a bunch of you on the call today uh, or the live stream today. We'll be back Thursday with a live guest who I'm very excited to introduce you to. So we will see you then. See Until you then, then, bye. figure out what you can leave behind and have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to Daily Dose of Dr. Mary and DD. If you enjoyed the content and want to learn more, head over to Facebook to Daily Dose Dr. Mary DD. You can find us on YouTube under Dana DelVal. And if you want to get signed up for our weekly newsletter, email me at D-A-Y-N-A at D-A-Y-N-A-D-E-L-V-A-L dot com. Have a great day. We hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.